there. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, doing good, doing good, doing real good. Good. Well, hello there to everyone else. Welcome to this Christian life. I am P, and with me is this is Kai. Kai, Kai. Is there a delay on this? No, there isn't. Sorry, that was just me. That was okay. certainly me. Okay. <laughs> I was just kind of like, but wait, why is she pausing? <laughs> you know what? Sorry. Anyways, yeah, I'm here. I'm. I'm so. I'm so totally here. Okay. This is this is like after after yeah after effects of rugby anyway yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, first of all, like we've been away for a fair while. It's been an impromptu impromptu summer break. Summer break. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. A summer break. Like we didn't no, plan it. No, the time was impromptu. It's just planned. It's part of the schedule for the it year. It really wasn't planned. Let's not lie to the people now. <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, we were having far too much fun during the summer. Um, we were. And so it was a little bit tricky trying to get together to do um, the cast. And actually, to be honest, I think we needed a break because we'd had kind of a hectic time. So, yeah. But we figured that we'll start this back up again. And I realised yesterday, thinking about it, is that it's about a year since we started doing this. So it's kind oh, of a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So has it been already yeah because i think we started like late september last year like because mm-hmm. i think we did one pilot which we've never published and then a few... <laughs> <laughs> we've just shared it with a couple of friends and then um yeah but the one that we the first one that we published was around september late september last year so yeah. here we are first october pinch punch and all that so yeah props to you yeah, it's been it's been a beautiful summer. Summer we've been away for so long. Um, hope your summer was good as well. You um, were in most of it, so yeah. Come and come and what? I said you were in most of it, so um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like talking like as if you don't know, <laughs> like you weren't there. <laughs> like I was we... talking to the people out there when I said I hope your summer. I didn't. I wasn't like. Pretending as if I didn't see you all summer. Okay, my bad. I wasn't like, okay, okay, you know. Okay, my bad. But anyway, I'll let you do the whole where they can find us and who we are stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you can find us on SoundCloud. Um, that's soundclouds.com forward slash this Christian life. You can also find us on iTunes. And if you enjoy the sound of the stuff that we say and um, I think you can follow us on Twitter at This Christ Life, or you can follow me at Queen P fifty four. That's Queen and then P E A fifty four. And you can follow Kai at Townsend Kai. Kai. That is right. And if you're so inclined and Facebook savvy, um, you can also find us at This Christian Life Podcast. And those are the places. Please hit us up. To be fair, haven't really been doing the whole social media thing for the summer, but, you know, it'll be good to restart. So please do hit us up and let us know what you're thinking and what you, yeah, what you think of this and how we can improve and do better. And if you've got any topics you want us to discuss as well. So, yeah. Absolutely. Sounds like a good good plan. So, how was your summer? Summer was good. Um... Yeah, it was it was fun filled. Um, it feels like such a long time ago now. 
what did I do? So my highlights were um, let's working back carnival um, weekend was awesome. I haven't been to carnival for a good long while, um, and normally I just go to um, like a carnival rave um, with your good self. And but this year I just really felt like I wanted to go to the actual carnival, and it was amazing weather um, for one, which always helps um, when you're celebrating carnival in the UK. And also there was the um, tribute to the Grenfell Tower victims and survivors, which really made it very special, um, kind of coming together. Um, more than usual because I think everyone has really turned out in like you know wearing some shade of green you know they had like posters and tributes we had the minute silence which was actually like three minutes you know and yeah it was a really really good atmosphere really good sense of belonging and unity and people were just totally here for it and yeah I really loved every moment of it and it was just really good and it just kind of reinforces like when you're actually there um I guess you're kind of in the bubble of your own enjoyment and so it's kind of a letdown when you kind of come back to Tuesday morning and then people are all kind of just talking about the negatives like oh you know there were 600 arrests and you think to yourself really you know that's what you're going to lead with (laughs) and so that was a bit of a dampener because I spent my um, Wednesday when I finally went back to work kind of having to almost defend Carnival to um, some of the detractors at work which were trying to pour cold water on my joy and I was just like not today Satan because it was a good time and you know you all just need to stop reading Daily Mail so yeah and what else there was Girls Trip Girls Trip. Girls whoop, Trip, yeah. Which um, I went to see twice because it was so good. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever laughed or cried so much in one space of time. So, yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, God, I don't know. There were so many different things happening. I think I just kind of just spent time catching up with friends. Um, had some a few breakthroughs on my side hustle um started contributing to the british blacklist so shout out to the team there and thank you also for giving me this opportunity to um work with you all so that's been really quite a blessing over the summer and yeah i think there's been some other things as well but i can't think of them and no doubt they'll just come to um as as we're chatting so yeah i'll pipe up later what about you how was yours well mine was oh my god it's so weird that it's so weird that in one sense it seemed so so long ago Mm. um and in another in another sense it's kind of like yeah actually yeah we just came out of summer yeah um so (laughs) the highlights for me um for this summer so um i kind of mentioned um i kind of mentioned rugby earlier mm. um in in the podcast got in, i've got into tag it's not full-on rug, rugby um contact rugby but it's um a non-contact form of the sport called tag rugby 
and oh my god had no idea how much fun that thing could be mm. so i've been i've been caught up in that going to different matches went to a tournament yesterday mm-hmm. um and it's really kind of up to my social life you know um and in a very weird way now i don't want to sound all you know i don't want to say spiritual but you know when people talk about um how the good juices flow when you do sports yeah yeah absolutely endorphins Um, start rushing yeah the endorphins yeah in a very very weird kind of way well i guess scientific kind of way um speaking about endorphins my whole um attitude towards life really genuinely has changed like i'm a lot more positive i'm i'm definitely a lot more confident as well Mm -hmm. um one my body is changing again to the kind of hoo-hoo that i want it to be but two for some reason there there really is that sense when i'm out with a team and you know win or lose um especially when you, you feel you've played a really good game you walk away with a sense of pride and you know head lifted up high a little bit higher yeah. but i'm also meeting <clears throat> sorry um people who i just wouldn't only have met in other aspects of my life um so it it's so you know it's been very rewarding for me so so Tag rugby has been a big part of my life this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, um, there, there was Carnival. It was, that was like, I dot on the map, but it was also a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so P and I, what's it been now? Two, three years? Three years, I think? It's been three years, yeah. It's been three years. We've kind of made this annual um, <laughs> trip to Mecca. <laughs> oh my God. You went there to Mecca. Mecca. Apologies <laughs> to anyone of the Islamic faith who might take offense of that one. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. Actually, that is true. That's probably a little bit insensitive. We've, we've probably we, uh, we've uh, usually. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We've taken a um and uh, an, an paradise. Let's go there. <laughs> paradise. Soka paradise. Okay. Paradise. I don't know if paradise is the right word, but anyways. Um, yeah, that's true. Actually, maybe not. Haven. We, 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 we've got to kind of take. We're going to edit that bit out. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, every year, <laughs> let's simplify this. Every year, we've taken to going to um, the carnival, the London carnival um, after party on a Sunday night. Mm. So yes, we we go to church in the morning as normal. <laughs> we take a rest. And then actually, as you that's and that's <laughs> not that's not kind of true because I in the three years we knew this, I've not been to church in the morning on on those days. Oh, I, that's I just that, that's on you though. I just don't do that's that. That's on you, Neil. Yeah, I I don't do that. I know you do, but I don't. I I just stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, 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 you know that I go in going to service in the mornings, right, Lord? I don't feel any kind of way. I just felt the integrity. I had the integrity to be honest, even though you were trying to bring me up and through. I was like, you know, I'm just going to tell the people the truth. I was in my best. Well, Kai goes to church in the morning anyway. <laughs> but, you know, on the, yeah, the after, after party on the Sunday, Anna's always really, really kicking it. You know, shout out to um, San Baliente, yeah. um, who, who does a really wicked party. It, I, I think for, for us, what, what really feels good is that coming together of different cultures. Because um, 
Um, yes, you know, the carnival, the, the London carnival is, Nottingham carnival is, is mostly about the Caribbean and, you know, the, the different countries and the, mm. the floats and all that kind of thing. But, you know, in this part, in this particular um, after party as well, um, there's a heavy kind of French Caribbean influence. So you have a lot of people coming over from France and mm. and so on, you know, across the Caribbean. So it's really, really just a good time. And the people that are there, I mean, you look around, and yes, you have your one or two men who are probably there to kind of, you know, really um, side talk girls and whatnot. And you're not wrong with that either, but a lot of people there are just genuinely there to have a good time, just to dance yeah, and have a good time, absolutely. you know, and we really like that vibe because, you know, we're there to have a good time as well. So that, that was another highlight, um, yeah, for me for sure. summer. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, I don't know. There's so many things and girls trip. So that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually made a girls' trip of it as well, which was we were all right. <laughs> which was a pretty girls good. Night out. Yeah, it was a girls' night out. Yeah, um, and we laughed, we laughed, we laughed, we laughed, laughed. So Tiffany, shout out to Tiffany Haddish for her role in that. Can I say about that? I know um, everyone's been saying it for um, like ever, but it just has to be said. I mean, I think one of the reasons why that movie worked for me so well was that you just had. Um, four beautiful black women just being themselves and just mm-hmm. being hella funny with it there was like no like drama or crisis you know i mean there was drama and crisis but it wasn't like the usual kind of like you know way the, the way in which they were portrayed on screen isn't the way that you usually see black women being portrayed and I, it was so refreshing and brilliantly done and the gags just kept coming i mean they just worked on so level and it's the fact that they would do the gag on top of the gag and it still worked like you know in a lot of movies when you kind of do that it's like okay that's just tired but this actually really worked on so many levels and yeah just shout out to the writers to the actors that are in that who just really just made such a brilliantly summer hit and yeah just added to my um my black film year which has been just so awesome you know um, for 2017 so yeah yeah um yeah i i really yeah i like i like what you said in terms of just you know being portrayed in in a positive light although for some because i've i had some friends um who didn't quite think along those lines um they thought there was um the typical black woman you know bad behavior according to them kind of thing okay um yeah so some yeah some of um some of the there's some persons who don't feel quite the same way about that Mm. for me i actually thought it was a good film from that that perspective Mm. where yes you know the leading women and and the thing is that these were women who were leading yes you know in the film yeah. And they weren't just a side, you know, a the kind sassy of, sidekick. Yeah, the sassy sidekick kind yeah. of thing. And they did a phenomenal job, you know, as you would expect that they would. Mm. And so the film was about them, and it was the men who were the sidekick. And oh I was gosh, like, yeah. Yes. 
that was a, that for me that was just like the best thing about it. I mean, I loved like um, I'm not gonna remember any of the characters' names. So, the lead the lead um, character Regina Hall, um, like where she was married to Mike Coulter, and um, all the way through, you're just kind of like you don't need to be with him because there was like trouble in their marriage and stuff. And you know, it was just so clear that she didn't actually need to be in that marriage and she didn't need to be with this man. Like, he needed her more than she needed him. And usually in the, in these kind of movies, especially when it's a black movie, it's kind of like, you know, the woman doesn't... He's like, I'm nothing without him kind of thing. He has all the cards. You know, he has the money. He has the job. You know, he's the one who's bringing everything in when actually this was on her. He needed her for to keep him in a life that he's gotten used to. And that's what I thought was so great about it because... It, like you say, the men were the side pieces to this this movie. They were just like they were just there. They didn't have to be there, but they were just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah, I just, that's it was so good. And another movie that did something similar was um, Wonder Woman. Um, I mean, there was oh, wow. there was flaws mm-hmm. with that, but for a DC movie, for a DC comic movie, I, it was pretty good because um, generally DC comic movies aren't that great. Um, but what I liked about it was that it was very female focused and very female centric, mm. and you had this lead character who did not need the men there, and it was obvious. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was just kind of like step back, lady. I'll take care of this, and it's just like she was like, oh, really? <laughs> and then like saved this. You know, the the leading guy, like she saved his life so many times. It was just like you know. I, I didn't know why he kept on arguing with her because I was like, seriously, dude, like, she saved her <laughs> life like three times already and you're still trying to play the hero. It's like, no, 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 this is her show. It's called Wonder Woman, if you hadn't noticed. And <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, he even, they even, I didn't, the only thing I, well, there's several things I didn't love about it, but one, just as I'm saying, like, you know, you didn't need the, the male characters in this so much. They were like kind of side pieces to the glow that was Wonder Woman. It's like they decided they're going to try and insert a love story there as well. And I was like, seriously, you don't need to. Like, we're good without her having to fall in love with this guy who she, whose life she keeps saving. Like, we're actually really good with that. And um, I mean, they didn't kind of go all too deep, deep, deep with it. You know, it was just kind of implicit there mm-hmm. that he was a significant other in her life and then that was that but yeah I was kind of like I'm liking these new portrayals of like strong women with who you know are just doing their thing and it's like they're not having to kind of apologize for it or having to kind of like back down and pretend to be something else in order to make the guy in their life feel better <laughs> you know it's like yeah there's been a poly- unapologetically female and strong and awesome and kicking ass and you know or being hella funny and yeah and so for me you know this summer has been a good summer for feminism I feel you know I mean there's been some missteps but hey we're getting there (laughs) (laughs) but we're getting there you know that's the important thing things the tide is is turning and you know in terms of cinema it made me smile you know so I, I don't know how I don't I feel a little bit so I've not been to see Wonder Woman and and unlikely I will get around to seeing it at all um just just not my kind of thing to be to be honest and I and, I, and, and I'm going to be honest and say I'm not the woman who waves a feminist flag either mm. I'm just a person who um I do believe in um 
women being treated equally you know all mm. persons being treated equally absolutely but at the same time i've got to say i'm still that girl who wants to be um swooned and saved you know like um power to no, no i'm being serious power to the women you know like a wonder woman situation or the woman who wants you know stand up and save the man and that, that, that kind of thing and um I take nothing away from from those persons, but like you know, for me, um, I'm that person where when I'm at work, mm. I will take charge. You know, I'm in charge of my projects. I lead this and that, and I don't care if it's other men, even if they're more senior or the women, whatever. I'm in charge. Do what needs to happen. Make the things happen. Mm. Kind of when I get home, I kind of want to be the one that is um kind of saved in that way you know you almost feel like you not in a subservient way Mm. but um more in a slight damsel in distress where you know you're walking along and there's a puddle of water and he he takes off the the cape or the scar, the, the, the handkerchief or whatever it is, and spreads over the puddle just to. I am that kind of person. <laughs> I don't think that that that's more romanticism, though. I don't think that that in, in any way takes away from your feminism. Because I think a lot of people think that feminism is about. Um, you know, I'm a woman. I, I don't need a man. I, I can do my own thing. Anything a man can do, I can do twice as better. And I don't Unfortunately, think it, I, a lot of women I don't, do that. Though, yeah, I know, that. but I just, but I think that that's a misunderstanding of what feminism is. And I think feminism is 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 at once at once universal and it's at once personal as well. Because there's certain things that will work for some women and certain things that won't work for some women. And a lot of the feminism that have been portrayed in the mainstream is by white women and their experience of life is very different to us as black women and so there are oh, certain things that whereby it's like I can't subscribe to that because that's just okay. that doesn't take into account this this and this and this and this that's going on in my life you know and I think yeah. that there's such a thing you know um, Roxanne Gay is this um, is a right American writer and she's so awesome and if you're out there I um, and you're interested in this little conversation I'd strongly recommend you read <laughs> read her stuff because she has a book out called bad feminist and it is absolutely brilliant because she's basically saying that you know she will um, call herself a feminist but at the same time she loves the color pink she has an unabiding love for Channon tatum she will you know she will kind of flirt and make eyes at you know the um the guys at the um uh wait at the garage where she takes her car to be fixed because she's kind of like thinking I know I'm going to get some money off right and then she's like going (laughs) right on yeah she's like I kind of like it when you know guys do this for me and blah blah you know and so she comes out of all these things which the kind of mainstream or the kind of media portrayal of feminism or the feminism that people seem to think they understand she breaks all of those things down and she's kind of like saying that it's actually okay to like that it's okay it's actually okay to not subscribe to that you know because it's not about telling women this is how you've got to be to be a feminist because actually you're doing pretty much what the patriarchy does which is telling you how to be a woman you know and so you're not do you're not doing yourself or any other women any kind of favors by telling them how they need to be or how they need to express I their agree. feminist thing which is absolutely what bang on and totally what i'm with so i'm like 
you know, as somebody who subscribes to feminism, I'm like, I like romantic things. I like it when guys do things for me. I live with a guy at the minute and he's, you know, a bit older than myself and he's a very traditional kind of guy. And so he, there's certain things that I know that he just won't do because he's like, that's, that's what women do. I don't take any offence to it because you know what? He takes out the trash. I don't like taking out the trash. <laughs> I am so happy that there's a man in my house that will take out the trash without being told. <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Intervention. I'm not sure if you want to explain the the, the man that lives with you. Oh, he's a t- scenario. He's, he's a flatmate. He's not my guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All of a sudden, and then you're just saying. Oh, but you know, if you've been like, listening no, to this cast for some while, like... you know that I'm chronically single, so it's all good. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, but you know what I mean. It's things like that whereby you know I'm not about to kind of like be. I'm not if someone's done something for me, like take out the trash. I'm not going. You know, I, I object to you doing this. How about you pick up the Hoover and clean? I'm like, nah. I'm happy to do my cleaning. <laughs> if you take out the trash, that's all good to me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I do think that there is a kind of misunderstanding of what feminism mm-hmm. is. Which is really frustrating because a lot of times when you say that you're a feminist or you say something that sounds very vaguely feminist, especially to a guy, especially to some Christian mm-hmm. guys, it's like, oh, no, you're one of them. You hate men. Like, no, I don't hate men. I love men. But there are certain things that I think are important to me as a woman. And mm-hmm. I'd like it to be important to whichever guys in my life, you know. So, yeah, you know, and the guys around yeah. me. So, yeah. And a lot of it comes down to, as you said earlier, respect and equality, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, because of how um, the, the the feminist movement in terms of some of the things that I've, I won't say a lot or all, but some of the things that have come out of it um, has that kind of leaning where it's like going from one extreme to the other. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm going to say I've never described myself as a feminist, still don't. Mm. Uh, I just describe myself as a person, as I said, who just sees the matter of equality as being, being, being important. Mm. Um, but, I, but, but, you know, just, and I think for me, especially when it comes on to, so taking it away from just the generic society of men and women in the workplace and that that just should be equal, no questions. Mm. Um, for me in the home, like, I'm happy. Um, I think it should be equal as well. Your your, your partners together mm-hmm. in that relationship in that home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to discuss who does what. So, for example, I I kind of do. Yeah, I kind of do like cooking um, for people, yeah. but it's not necessarily that I want to be cooking every day. So I'd be that that woman that would be like, okay, if you're home first then by all means do the dinner yeah in fact if you want to do the dinner in the evenings and i'll do it on the weekend or whatever then that's fine um and equally like you said well i hate taking on the trash though (laughs) if it means that you know then one has to what i've got to say i was about to say one has to cook um has to do the cleanup and the washing the dishes and you take out the trash then by all means you know but for me it's not necessarily about what's a traditional role yeah but more about us having that discussion to say yeah um who does what and cheryl stanberg in her in her um 
in her book about lean in and she she so eloquently um you know outlined that and how that worked for her then husband mm-hmm. um and herself about even childcare and the fact that there are times where she was away and 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 her husband at the time Dave knew what to book in packing the kids lunch because he was doing that day to day. Yeah. You know, and she literally had to call him at one point when it was her turn to go, what do I put in the lunchbox again? And it was just, it was cute and funny, but cute because we're not used to it being that way. Yeah. Where for me, I want that to be the norm in my family. <laughs> well, it should be because it's you like, uh, what you say, it kind of reminds me of this gag that Chris Rock um, did um, years back when he was saying about like um, men kind of being like, oh yeah, I take care of my kids and I feed them, I do this. And he's like, you know, that's your job, you idiot. <laughs> you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And so you get, you do get like, um, I've seen a lot on YouTube around about like dads doing the most for their their daughters you know like doing their hair and I'm thinking it it's it's lovely and cute and it's great to see but you kind of like the way that the um articles are kind of really gushing over it as if like this is unheard of I'm thinking but that's what they're supposed to be doing they're supposed to be taking care of their kids you know I mean who cares that he's do you know I mean why should this this shouldn't have to be a big deal the most it should be like this is just so cute you know and the one I'm thinking of is like this guy he's a single dad and there's shots of um footage of him like dancing with his daughter and they're like picking up clothes together and they've just got a modeling contract with target and mm-hmm. it's just really cute like um the um, footage of them together and he's like they're saying that oh he learned he went onto youtube and learned how to do her hair and stuff i'm like but that's his job he's a dad he's meant to do it and the fact that he's a single dad means that he has no choice but to do it you know and y'all are going on like as if this is unheard of you know and it's like you know no that's what he's a parent you know you've got to parent you know it's one and if you're a parent and you're kind of saying I'm not going to do it because that's not my role as a, a this particular gender parent then that's just stupid you know what I mean and that's wrong and you need to rethink this it's like you know a mother saying that oh I'm not going to go to my son's baseball games or something because his dad should be doing that you know I'm not going to fight I'm not going to f- learn about you know the stuff that he's into because his dad should be no does that happen though I don't think it does <laughs> but oh, I'm like, I've never heard of that scenario. That's what I'm gonna. Like, I'm just. I'm just trying to be equal with the with the shade, right? So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Okay. Let's be equal, but really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though, if you know women that are kind of like on that kind of tip, then you know, do let us know. <laughs> do you know what right. I mean? I kind of well, doubt I've got, that to there say, I've got to say that you know to 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 to, to peel it back a little bit mm. um you know we all are taught one thing or the other mm. um you know growing up and in a society that we we grew up in and you have to admit that it you know a lot of this has to do with the norms in the society mm, yeah and and as such it's not far-fetched that people react that way when they see that happening because that's not the quote-unquote norm. Yeah. It might, it, might, it might be, obviously, for us and for lots of other women and men too, um, that's not the norm that we want for our personal lives. Yeah. But unfortunately, that 
that has been the norm for a long time. So, and that's why there is a big thing. It's, it's, it's like when um, black men are congratulated when they are seen as looking after their children or and so on. And and I know sometimes in the black culture, I know of, of examples where that can be taken as an insult. Yeah. You know, um, and really you should because it, it's it's about that proportion. Um, you know, what percentage then of um, the, the black men speaking then generally would you find that to happen and when it doesn't happen? So if, if you do then find that, you know, there's the, the one or shiny example, oh gosh, look at this one, it becomes this big deal. And it shouldn't be the case. Um, it shouldn't be the case that that happens where there is this big, almost like an, I'm trying to remember if a couple of years ago there was like an award was there or, or I remember reading some article where there was something, but, but the, the whole point was that there, there, there were so many accolades for, but this, this was in America for, you know, a father, black father who was, I guess, he was seen as a somewhat outstanding because it's just a big deal because he was obviously kind of looking out for his kids and so oh, and I was wow. like no 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 it, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a big deal and I was kind of like and on the one hand I get it you know yeah. I get why there is that because it, it's almost like it's encouraging the thing to continue to happen you know but right. of, but obviously um, again for us as individuals we're like ah, uh, that should be the norm that's what's supposed to happen anyway. Yeah. Why is there such a big deal? And why should this person be suddenly lauded and, and adored because, you know? Exactly. <laughs> oh, after his kids. oh, that's what he's about. Yeah, he to. helped. He kind of helped brought them into the world. So, like, uh, <laughs> I feel like he should be responsible for these little beings that, you know, I, I know. He Listen, helped I to create this- kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I had this argument with my one of my exes, okay. and he we on on the one hand we were you know he was all for yeah equality da 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 whatever workplace that kind of thing, but when he came onto the home it was a very funny thing because in his mind he said listen you know um, a woman more naturally um, is 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 good at I guess looking after the child. That's kind and I of thought, BS, really. Yes. And I thought, no. And he says, no, no, no. But if you think about it, you know, um, it, it's it's the whole element of uh, biologically speaking and the attachment to the child, etc. And I said to him, no. That's BS. I said, all of that has to do with nurture. I said, yeah, the absolutely. same attachment that a mother has to, to, to her child and inclination to look after the child, etc. It's the same that a man can have. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely no and what difference. what about women who don't have that kind of like kind of nurturing kind of sense? You know, there's plenty of women who, you know, give birth and have don't really feel that strong attachment. Like it takes some time before mm-hmm. they get there, you know, or yeah, even before yeah. they decide to have kids or before they have kids or whatever. You know, they would say that they have no real desire to have children they don't have that kind of they don't get broody and there are women who honestly will say that you know and will elect for those reasons not to have kids because they're like i don't actually want them you know 
I like them, but I don't want them for me. And so I think to be, say that, oh, well, women are naturally more better disposed, is that's not that I don't really agree with that. I think you're right. That is a nurtured thing. And also there's women who do, you know, who do want to have, you know, want to be parents, want to be mothers and what have you. But when they have their kids, they do really struggle with coping because it's suddenly like, oh, well, I've got this person that I need to look after and I'm not sure I can do this. You know, and it, it, to so to have that argument, are you saying that those women are less than because they are having that struggle? You know, you've got to be quite careful of that argument, I think. So, I disagree with your ex, but then I disagree with well, you I, on I a lot of things. I think the conversation we had sprung from, so there's a documentary that watched on on, um, on, on Netflix saying the masks that we live in and it was just about oh, this men the guy, had nothing to do with just the guy black. thing um where yeah. th- about them crying or not crying it's not wait well it wasn't just about them crying or not yeah crying, i know I, was, I, was, it, I know i'm being facetious yeah but i know that it, what you, mean. It, it, you know just just the whole thought about um the documentary was around um for those who haven't seen it i thought it was a, a brilliant documentary mm. on how um Boys are not in touch, and and then that then grow into men are not in touch with their emotions as much because the society teaches them that. Yeah, and it's and it's from the early stages of family growing up in the family where they're not taught that you know that you are taught you know you're a sissy, the, the p word is used you know if you cry or if you're seen as as being um, what would be a description is that it's more feminine. Yeah, and and so that's where that conversation with with my ex came about because he said he could see the point, but at the same time there is you know in terms of how the, the comforting, the love, all that kind of thing, women tend to do that more naturally, and that's where I was saying this is why I agree with the film because it's it's taught. Yeah. What is 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 that this behavior is taught? Yeah. You know, and obviously, even when you're taught one thing, you, you know, as you grow up and you, you can make a decision for yourself that now, actually, I don't believe that I shouldn't be this way. Yeah. And, you know, be another thing. Mm. But one of the things and, I... And for oh, me, go on. No, I'm just thinking that for me, if, if, if I do have a son, that's... I, I want to teach him to, 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 as a human being, not just yeah. or as a boy or as a girl as a human being, love and respect. Absolutely. And, 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 and what I loved about the film is that Hoyt was able to show that because um, these boys are taught not to, to, to um, you know, taught as well that, oh, you're being a sissy if you're seen as, you know, either being emotional, a little bit more emotional or, or loving, etc. Um, then some of that spills out into how they see women as well. Yeah. I was going to say that a lot of that, what was interesting with that documentary is that um, a lot of what they, these boys were being told were being reinforced by their mothers. It wasn't their fathers so much as saying it. It was their, their mothers saying it. And so it's interesting that, you know, so like, yeah, I think there was one with um, 
testimony of a young man who said when he was born he was crying about something and his mum you know really told him off like you know you don't cry don't cry and she really kind of like laid into him and insulted him and that kind of scarred him for you know he took that into his adulthood and you know just as you're saying that as you know you're you know you've got these boys kind of growing up with this kind of sense of being a man means you don't do this you don't do that you know you don't feel this way and it then affects how they then go on to treat women as adults it's like it's almost like it comes full circle do you know what I mean so if if that's if that's what your mother your own mother has taught you and then you grow up and I'm not saying this happens to everyone and um, so you know don't hear me saying that but then also you grow up to be someone who doesn't really treat women particularly well you know it's you know these things kind of repeat themselves so yeah they 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 do and um they they, they certainly do um mm. I, <laughs> I i i'm one i'm one woman that i mean for for a long time i never really wanted to have kids and i remember growing up how much you know i have i had different people react i had people react differently to it so from i, I remember from as early as 11 or 12 mm when I started to say that, you know, don't want to have kids when I grow up. And one of my friends, and, 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 and for a lot of my childhood, and even now, most of my friends are Christians. Mm. And I remember one friend said, no, 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 don't say that you might curse, you, you know, you, you might curse your womb, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like I'm a chill. So I actually stopped talking about it because I was like, oh, I can't be bothered with these people who think, you know, as a woman, you have to live a particular way or do things a particular way. And if not, then it's seen as I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I live my own life. Um, but then, you know, as time has gone on, um, and people have, and even at that age as well, they have was told, oh, you're going to change your mind when you grow up, when you're older, da, 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 da. And even then I was like, nah, not going to happen. Now I'm still like, it's not the first thing I think about that, oh, I want to have kids. Right. But I'm more mellowed into, well, you know, if I really meet someone who um, both of us, um, you know, you, you, you found someone you really love, they love you so that much. And it's kind of like, for you, a child is another expression coming out of that love then, you know, yeah. a product then. Yeah. The corny, the romanticized uh, product of, of love, you know. Um, and for me, you know, I always say, if I do have a boy, and first of all, so this is the dream. If I'm going to have kids, it's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one time, twins, one boy, one girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I know this is possible because I have a friend who she actually just had twins, and that's exactly what she had, one boy, one girl. Perfect. So she's living my dream. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been like, you know, I want my son, I, I, I want to teach that 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 boy mm. to to really, really um, love and respect women. Like 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 for me, the way I've seen men grow up in a society, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't see it enough where men genuinely understand what it means to respect women and and, and yeah even for the men that i've seen that are good men 
Yeah. You know, I still see where there's not that understanding of what it truly means to respect women. Oh, God, yeah. It's like some of them, it's almost like they forget. It's like they act like they've got no home training whatsoever. As one of my friends put it, she said, like, it's like they've been raised by wolves. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And and it's like... I have good sisters. But if... Right? And the thing is, some of them, it's like you wouldn't... When you see them, you meet them, you wouldn't expect it, and then then all the behaviour starts coming. You're like, oh wow, you you, you really have are uh, acting like you have no home training whatsoever. This is so shocking. Your mother must be so disappointed <laughs> if she could see you now doing all of this hot mess rubbish. <laughs> so yeah, and then, and I've got to say, and and you know, I'm not a mother, so I can imagine that it is hard work parenting. Mother, you know, being yeah. a mother or a father, it Absolutely. is hard work. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, but, after a point, there's only so much you th- so you can say. I mean, once this child is grown, you know, if they're um, mistreating somebody, there's only so much you can say as a parent to a grown child to a grown child of yours. You know what I mean? Because they at that point they're going their own way, they're doing their own thing. So you can say, "I don't like this, and I raised you better." But ultimately, that person is going to have to make their own decisions as to how they're going to continue on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But what I was going to say to that is that, unfortunately, I do believe that there are... So so because with good intentions... Mm -hmm. um, some parents, mothers and fathers alike, have have actually unintentionally sending the wrong messages or singles to those young men. And so that's a product of it. Mm. So I'll give you an example. In the home where you have um, a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. and the girl is just automatically expected. She's expected to clean up. She's expected to do cooking, you know, everything. The boy just needs to chill. Mm. He doesn't need to do anything. He doesn't even need to clean up his room. His mom might even clean up his room. Mm -hmm. Even the girl must have a clean and tidy room. Mm -hmm. And so the expectations there immediately are that as the man, as the boy, there's a certain privilege of life. I don't need to do, but the woman must do. Yeah. I'm there to be taken care of. So even though it might spill out and it might come out in different ways later on, the, at the base of it, what he has been taught is that the woman, she is there for my service and my pleasure. Hmm. She is there to serve. And, and so little things like that really get to me when I see it happening. Yeah. Where, yeah. you know, even when, even in terms of, you know, as they grow older and, and they start dating, etc., you know, it's frowned upon, you know, the, the, the girl's first date or whatever. It's this big thing. And who is this guy? And da, da, da. all that care is taken off, you know, care is taken into finding out. Da, 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 da. Mm. But from the guy's point of view, it's like whatever happens happens and yeah. even if it is kind of noted that he has he's messing around with two three different girls yeah you know there's not this sense and care taken to talk about one you know um from from the perspective of protecting yourself are you making sure mm-hmm. she's protected you are protected um two you know 
if you do if 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 you're if you're doing that does it do, do these women know that you're actually dating multiple um, um yeah. women you know is it that so, so there's not those kind of conversations going on it's kind of like he's a guy yeah you know so and if a girl did the same thing but interesting but then if a girl did the same thing she's a slut she's a whore she's a she might be beaten for it she might be called a stoke for it i think the way that in which um we talk to young people in particular about how to navigate this terrain is so important because i think i know that growing up you know as girls we're given very different messages to the guys as you've just highlighted and you know and then as an adult you kind of think hang on a minute because you internalize a lot of things even though you know it not to be true just because a girl may have you know maybe seen a couple of guys at the same time what have you but she's been quite upfront of it she's like i'm just dating blah blah and but still it's kind of frowned upon that she's doing it but then the guys it's like as you say just being a guy you know, and although you kind of know that that's kind of, you can still kind of internalize a lot of those things because it's what you've been taught, you know. And but then you talk to other, when you talk to guys, but they don't really see what the problem is. But then they're quite happy to reinforce that in as well. And so I just think that just the way that we do talk to young people about you know relationships and stuff, it needs to be rethought in the sense that I think a lot of pressures put on women or young women in particular on that them having to be it's like you know we're in church it was like oh you know don't wear too revealing clothes because men can't handle it you know and it's like well how about we change this to guys you know people dress in particular ways you know there might be some you know summers here you're going to see some girls in shorts and you know maybe one of them is your girlfriend how about you don't get all kinds of up and through and handsy with her how about you exercise some <laughs> how about you exercise some <laughs> self-restraint okay. i never oh, i was not expecting this to go this way but you know, but but no but that was but that's a conversation that needs to be had because the way they because the way that we were getting kind of the messages we were getting was kind of like if you dress a certain way, if you kind of like wear a short skirt or shorts and that during the summer and, you know, you're hanging out with the guys, they want me to keep their hands off you. It, and it's your fault if they if they stray. <laughs> and it's like, hang on a minute. I'm going to be the one that takes the middle ground here and say, one, I think that there, I think that when you dress mm. and, and, you know, I, I, I've 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 done a bit of um, I've done I've done some online dating. I've seen sometimes when they're doing a profile, they'd ask, "What's your dress sense?" And one of the options is dress for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And I would say here, dress for the occasion. One, dress for the occasion. <laughs> no, but hold so on. Let me let me let me explain. Not going to let me Let me explain. Let me explain. But I also let me huh? put, let me explain. Let me put some context to it. Yeah. So, um, sometimes, so when I was in church, I was must be, I was in my twenties, yeah, and we were actually as girls, we were given a dress code when the summer mm-hmm. rolled around, right? So, we're, and we were given a dress code. A dress code was not given to the guys, so we were told that we couldn't wear shorts, couldn't wear short um, skirts above the knee, and this because summer was coming, um, we couldn't wear um, sleeveless tops, so no vests were allowed. Guys weren't told this. I think the most they were told was like no vests. 
but they could come in shorts they could do whatever you know they could wear shorts and and a talk was given to the women specifically nothing to the guys and I just thought to myself okay I get what you're trying to do here you're trying to you know just remind everyone that you know it's church you know you all need to be pure and blah blah but I thought you're not having the same talk with guys and you're not having the same talk in that they need to respect women. You're telling, you're kind of like prescribing for us how we need to conduct ourselves, but you're not talking to the guys how they need to conduct themselves. And the reason why I was really pissed about it is because I was getting harassed by a particular guy, you know, in church. And there was, and in those days, like, I was one, you know, I was always been a very casual dresser. I've always been jeans and t-shirt girl. So there was nothing about the way that I was dressing that was asking this guy to harass me, but he was harassing me. So to me, it was like it had nothing to do with what I was wearing. You know, it was the fact that this guy did not know how to conduct himself and he didn't know how to take no for an answer. And so it's those kind of conversations that I wish were being had and and I'm glad that people are having those conversations, but I wish they'd been had when I was coming up because it caused me a lot of stress thinking what did I do you know what what about it what is it about me and it caught what on a, pro, a proper depression for me in a lot of ways because you're thinking I'm leading this guy on by just breathing <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah what should I do yeah and that's and that's basically <laughs> what I'm talking about you know and even when we protested and we tried to like bring that topic up we were shut down you know, we were literally shut down. It was kind of like, oh, uh, you know, almost like you're troublemakers. And it's like, no, ask an valid yeah. question and you can't answer it. And the reason why you can't answer it, because this is BS that you're giving us here. You know, yeah. and and that's and that's where I was going with that. You know, it's not that I'm saying that, you know, people are just all up and in their beachwear in on a Sunday service. <laughs> Which know? happens these days. Which does happen. Must right? say. <laughs> uh, but but no, so so the reason I'm saying about middle ground is because when you started mm. saying about the um, so I agree with you actually don't disagree with what you said yeah um at all um I, I, where I was jumping in to talk about the middle ground mm. was that there definitely needs to be um both sides to that because mm. let's just be honest there are some women who do not um sorry, who do not dress modestly in, in, in particular occasions. Oh, yeah. And for them, it's seen as the freedom of their expression of how they want to dress. Yeah. Um, and on the other hand, I totally agree that, and this goes back to what I was saying about the imbalance in society, mm. where a woman is taught, oh, you must, you, you know, must be modest because, you know, you know, then men will da-da-da-da-da. But then a man isn't taught to respect women. Mm. So... Even if a woman wants to show up in her her thong or bikini or whatever, and, and that's obviously the extreme in terms of saying a woman shows up in a bikini in a bikini church. But do you know what I mean? I'm going to the, I'm going to the far extreme here. Oh, you know that, that because... does not then give you the right to be, as you say, mm. and I wouldn't expect it to be that the, the men's or uh, a bit handsy or whatever. But as you say, they are they're not those conversations that I had on that side. Yeah. side about the respect that should be um that that whole men should be treating women yeah and then and also um a, a similar conversation um just just for them really um around so i know what you mean about how the um about there's so much a focus about how women would dress mm. 
So I, I don't know if it would necessarily, I don't know if it applies. I'm trying to think of an example if there are guys who kind of go far out, but eh, I guess not. Men are, men are relatively simple. But the thing is, men I just want to put on a t-shirt you know and a pair of shorts. Do you know what it is? Huh? I think that, you know, for me, I think they missed a step because they had this whole thing of like men being very visual creatures. And so... Yeah. Um, and you know it's and that's an argument that is portrayed all the time men are visual creatures so you know women you need to really take care because you know they can't help it and and I'm thinking but women are visual creatures too it's just that we know how to hold it down <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean it's sort of like <laughs> well in terms of when a man dresses a particular way yes <laughs> do you know what I mean it's I don't like, know it's just like I've had this conversation before in private Pete and I I guess I'm I am going to be that small percentage then because it does just does not have that effect on me. No 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 no. You're 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 talking about something completely different. So I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Are you just talking about general attractiveness? Then? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's like what are you all? It's like I ain't talking about that. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just saying, just generally, women are visual creatures as well. We just hold it down differently. We just hold it down better, and we hold it down differently. It's just sort of like you know, know, if if you're you know, I mean, come like okay, carnival key example, yeah. So many breasts. Oh my gosh. It was just like, it was bread heaven. And, but it's just kind of like, you just know, but to just kind of be like, look, smile, nod your head, and carry on going about your business. The guy comes carry over. Carry on going about your business. If the guy, ca- if my, if the guy comes business. over and you start to dance, great, you start to dance. But you know, you, you know, you've got home training, you know how to behave, you, you know. And so, exactly. and so, and the thing is, it's like you. I'm thinking, got all the feels from this guy right now. He's not wearing a shirt, and I can see the muscles. Oh, thank you, Lord. Carry on going about my way. I'm not about to kind of lose it and lose control <laughs> just because. Do you know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of like, come on, credit people. And that was even me from a young age. You know what I mean? It was just like, it wasn't even like, oh, I've just grown into maturity now. And so I'm like, if women can do it, then guys can do it. And I know guys can. And I know lots of guys who can. And it's like, yeah, you know, girl was just looking absolutely tick. She looks amazing, you know, really, really beautiful. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know she was over there i was over here and you know i was doing my thing i just looked and just said yeah she looked good <laughs> no we're not and carried on <laughs> do you know what i'm saying so it is possible i think it's a fallacy that and i think it's a dangerous fallacy when it's like when young guys are taught you can't control yourself you know oh i hate that one. Oh yeah, my god I because so hate because that they because they because they believe it and so then one. what happens is that it's they like given it's given them an excuse exactly like a to kill. exactly they, and they go on and then they blame the girl and so they go on a date or something and maybe things get go a bit too far it's like oh it's your fault you led me on it's like no 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 <laughs> it takes two here and also most, i'm not the only person up and through in this and so yeah and that's what I kind of take issue with you know I just think that for they I think there's too many excuses handed over to men and then too much pressure and um was it put on women to kind of almost manage men's desires and you don't in while ignoring our own needs (laughs) do you know what I'm saying and I'm like no I just that's where I feel like there needs to be the equality 
ethnic equality once more and that's where my feminism will come into play because i'll be like no you can't make this all a a woman's job to do xyz you know because it's not you know you are responsible for your own feelings and your behavior you wave your feminist flag you go pee um but for me i i am just a strong believer and 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 i'll say it again and again i believe it starts in the home oh yeah you know how we teach our young men and women Women. in the home will eventually be how it is that they they end up um actually society and this is no blame game this is not calling out to say you know they weren't raised right or anything but you know it's the subtle things that that Mm. you you know you end up being taught as um as a boy or girl Mm. that then as you grow into adulthood you know Mm. it, it takes on different forms but it can be traced back to that you know um so as i said i'm i'm all about really um encouraging that you know let's think about how it is that we are raising our boys how you know what are we teaching them how are we teaching them in terms of um respect for women and 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 how they themselves will operate when they have their own homes and shout out shout out to and i know we're speaking a lot about how men can badly behave and all that kind of thing we don't also all the men who are actually well behaved and treating yes. women very well and there are Absolutely. lots of them out there lots of good examples you know i i thank god every day that you know my own dad is a good example of that and yeah. really really happy he's by no means perfect um and you know has his his um own set of faults or whatever but you know when you think about respect for women and um and as a matter of fact he has respect for people yeah yeah in general and 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 as a result it comes out that it's both men and women you know Mm. um so you know it can be done it can happen lots of good examples out there we just want to see more of that um more of that one thing you know i want us to talk about on another occasion is you know why am why why am I still single? Yeah, we just say you wanted. To talk about oh yeah, oh yeah. It, <laughs> but I think it, that's gonna be for another one. That has to be for but another it's one. It's on that particular note yeah. that we go. <laughs> yeah, but before we go, I also wanna wanna say you know we're on October now, so it's Black History Month. So people, whatever you're doing, um, do it with in mind that you're from. You have brought a huge and amazing contribution to the world. <laughs> enjoy search out from some history you know learn share it and there's going to be africa on the square on the 14th of october so if you are so inclined it's at trafalgar square and we'll be celebrating all things african and yeah so do make your way there if you are free and no doubt on the next podcast we will kind of touch base on the exciting things that black history month has brought to us (laughs) so yeah Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we're out, peeps. You know where to find us, as we said. Um, yep. SoundCloud, want yep. to give a shout out for where they can find us? Uh, this Christian Life on SoundCloud. Just do a search. Yeah. <laughs> well, <I think laughs> and I choose. Maybe they have found it. Yeah. But anyway. Hmm. <laughs> and share it with your friends. Good, good things are meant to be shared. So if you like this, do a good share thing. it. Please, 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 please do. But. Yeah. We're out. This is K. This is P.
Bye-bye. Till next time. Bye. Bye.